Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. All right, everybody, it's just me today. A little uh, solo episode here, and I'm really excited. I want to share with you, basically, everything I'm going to share with you is, is based off this quote from a rabbi philosopher whose name was Halil the Elder. And he was a Jewish religious leader, sage, scholar. And this quote that I recently stumbled upon is, if I'm not for myself, who will be for me? But if I'm only for me, what am I? And so this idea of, you know, if I'm not for me, then like who, who is going to be? And, and the way I interpret that is like, I, I have to take a stand for me. And you have to take a stand for you because if you don't, then who will? But if I'm only for me, then what does that what does that make me? And and this is a conversation that I'm having seems like lately all the time with with individuals, entrepreneurs, you know, people inside of companies that I consult, and also families. And I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with, which is this idea of is it okay to like take a stand for for myself? Is it okay to like believe in me? Is it okay to take care of me first? And then like, where do I cross the line in that? Like the second half of the quote, but if I'm only for me and what I find is so many people really struggle to embrace anything positive or or good about themselves. Like they struggle to just accept that they have gifts and talents. They struggle to accept that they make a difference and that they matter. They struggle to accept and believe sometimes that their life has meaning and purpose. They struggle to believe that they make some type of contribution in the world. And yet at the same time, often they readily accept the lie that, and the belief that, that they don't matter, that they don't make a difference, that their life doesn't have much meaning and purpose. And I think sometimes we think it's somewhat selfish if we do take a stand for ourselves, if we do somehow believe in ourselves or think, think highly of ourselves. And I think the fine line there is that is recognizing like for, for myself, for example, that if I'm going to take a stand for me and believe in myself and have confidence in myself. I'm doing that, but I'm also recognizing that it's actually not about me. It's it's about the people that I can make a difference for. And I'm so much more likely to make a difference for people if I believe in myself. I'm so much more likely to make a difference for other people if I'm for me. I'm so much more likely to make a difference for other people if, you know, I accept the fact that I do matter, that I do make a difference, that I have some gifts and I have some talents. And I think we struggle with that because we actually, we, we've been taught that that's selfish, that somehow standing for yourself, believing in yourself, acknowledging your, your, your gifts and your talents and your greatness, that that's somehow selfish. And the reality is it's like, to me, it's actually, no, it's like, I, I accept my gifts and I acknowledge that I matter. And what that means is that I can just make a difference for more people. Because I can tell you the times in my life where when I, when I struggled with self-confidence, when I struggled to believe that I mattered or that I had worth, it's interesting that in those times, I, it was actually when I was the most selfish because I was the only person I was thinking about. And 
in the times where I've had more self-confidence and believed in myself and believed in my abilities and really taken a stand for me, I feel like that's when I've made the biggest contribution to others. And so I think if it ever carries over into, you know, I believe in myself, I have confidence and I'm better than others, or I'm more important than others, then I think we've lost our way. But if we can always remember it is about me and being for me. And at the same time, it's because it's not about me. And I just think we have so many reminders every single day. Unfortunately, there's there's reminders every day that are trying to get get us to believe that that we don't matter, that we're not basically fill in the blank enough. Like we're not smart enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not successful enough, we're not happy enough, we're not rich enough, we're not and and especially the pressure on kids. And so I think to combat that, you know, and I, I again my experience is that the majority of people that I interact with in all different kinds of walks of life, in all different kinds of organizations and situations, that the majority of the people I interact with would tend to fall more into the category of really struggling to be for themselves and put themselves first, really struggle to believe in themselves. And it's pretty rare for me to meet someone who truly does like like themselves like who truly does believe in themselves and is willing to acknowledge that they have some gifts and talents. And I, and I, and I, I've, I can see both sides. Like I've, I've struggled at times, like I said, to really have any kind of self-confidence or belief that I could make a difference or that I mattered. And I was given a training this morning with, uh, to accompany one of my clients. And this idea came up of, well, how do you start to change that? Like, how do you start to, to build some self-confidence? How do you start to really be for you? take a stand for yourself. And it reminded me of something that I heard one time from a mentor of mine, uh, Scott. He, he told me, he said, the fastest way to grow your self-confidence is to make and keep commitments to yourself. And I thought that was really wise because if you make commitments to yourself and don't keep them, it, you're, you're sending a message to your own self of, I'm not a person that can actually be counted on. I'm not a person that can be, is dependable. And then that can easily translate into, you know, I'm not a person who has any gifts or talents or abilities. And it's like this slippery slope. And I think it's, un, it's, it's, it's interesting that most of the time we would rather break a commitment to ourselves that we've made to ourselves than we would to someone else. And I think the exact opposite is, is really the answer is we should be more concerned with making, keeping commitments to ourselves than we do to others. Because the more I can make and keep commitments to myself that starts to create the narrative of, I, I am a person that can be counted on. I can count on me. I can depend on me. Well, then what does that say about me in other areas of my life? Well, maybe I can create more of this. And it starts to slowly, you start to slowly stack up these wins and you start to grow your self-confidence and it can start to change that narrative that you have about yourself. And I think that's so much of life. I think so much of life is just us battling the narrative that just goes on in our own minds and trying to win the war in our minds and try to win the war of that narrative to be more for us than against us. And so I guess a practical, you know, thing that I would offer that I've seen really work for me, that if you do struggle with self-confidence in, in certain area of your life or at times, and if you really do struggle to be for you and to take a stand for yourself and believe in yourself, I would say, look for ways to, to make and keep small commitments in the beginning. Like, an easy one to point out is around, you know, maybe around your health or your fitness. And so what I don't think is wise is if you haven't been to the gym in six months 
I wouldn't get all excited about this and say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, five days a week for the rest of the year. I would just like, I'm going to get into the gym one time this week and then actually do it. Like do what you say you're going to do and then count that as a win. And then maybe go two times the next week and then three times you start stacking up these little wins. And, and, and the, the, the thing that's more important to me than even getting to the gym three times that week is the little wins because what those little wins do is they start to change the narrative in your own mind and allows you to start to believe in yourself a little bit. And then with that belief, you do a little bit more, but yeah, I just love that quote. If I'm not for me, who is, and if I'm only for me, what am I? And I just would love to see more people be for them. I'd love to see more, not selfishly. Like again, to me, like my experience of it is the more I'm for me, it's actually unselfish. The more I actually can do for others, but I would just love to see more people believe in themselves and believe that they do matter and that they do make a difference and that their life does have meaning and purpose. I'd love to see more people who experience wins from making and keeping commitments to themselves and start to change the narrative where they really do. They see themselves as a powerful person. They see themselves as a capable person. So I hope, I hope this has been helpful. I just wanted to share this because it was on my heart and on my mind today. It's something I've been thinking a lot about. And I guess the last thing I would say in doing this for yourself is powerful, but also maybe to think about others. I heard a quote recently that said, when you encounter someone, treat them as though they were in some type of serious trouble and way more than half the time you'll be right. And just this idea that like a lot of people do struggle to believe in themselves. A lot of people really do struggle with self-worth and their self-image and their confidence. And so I would just say too, that be be sensitive to that as you interact with people and realize that most people could use some inspiration and some like belief more than we probably think. Thank you so much for listening to the family brand podcast to say, thank you. We have something really awesome. We'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.